Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 301, recorded for Monday, April 1st, 2013. And here are your hosts, the man who's back, back in a Michigan groove, Dave Play. Woo! And the man who ripped it out, Andy Lowe. Hi. I guess that's a wrap, but that's yep. at the beginning. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, rip what out? Not like this kid who's like, I found a way to diagnose cancer. Well, there was one who was... Pennies. There was one who was, like, studying the ice given out at fast food restaurants. Oh, God. That stuff has to be so gross. Yeah. I don't even want to think about that. No, but he was, like, the one who won the National Science Fair that year. It was, like, really? The, the ice in fast food restaurants? Why do you... What... He's, like, using, like, actual serious-level scientific equipment to study it. Okay, but see, that's not fair. I didn't have access to serious-level scientific equipment. Yeah, guess what his dad did? Oh, gee, was his dad perhaps a water researcher? I think he was, like, a molecular chemist or something like that. Yeah, so not cool. That's just not fair. That kid should not have won. That is clear parental influence. That was the, that's the always the... the that's the one thing I always was worried about with the science fairs, the fact that, yes, you want to, you know, help your kids, but this I mean, is science not fair your nothing. science fair. Soapbox derbies, right? I mean, isn't, isn't that the thing with, like, Cub Scouts, where it's the parents building the, the machines? That's, that's the Pinewood Derby. The Pinewood Derby? Yes, the Pinewood Derby. Yeah. And let me say, my Pinewood Derby was built by myself, by me, and I got third. Behind Suck it, all you other dads. Who's... Yeah, well, behind two kids whose dads helped them. But he didn't help me. I just, I took the, <laughs> I took the, the, there, it comes with a basic pattern off the side. So you get literally a block of wood and the four wheels and everything. Mm-hmm. And so I took that plan. I took the slope and I made it kind of curved because it's more teardrop shape. Because I knew that teardrop was more aerodynamic. Okay. So I kind of made it more teardrop. And then I took the lead weights and put them on the side to try and keep the airflow over the tires more level. <laughs> Hey, it got okay. third. That's what all I'm telling you. It probably would have yeah. got second if I had, you know, sanded down the wheels a little bit. <laughs> Less friction. You could have also just put, like, grease on the wheels. Well, you're only allowed, I think, to use non-liquid greases, hence graphite. Okay. So what, like, cover them with pencil lead? Basically, yeah. You guys are weird. But anyway, that's <laughs> that, That's what I got for... <laughs> I didn't do a science fair. No, I, yeah, I didn't do one. My kids are going to be all about their own, though. Are you? There will be guidance, but I am not going to do it for them. They are can you going ask to me force questions. your kids to do a science fair? Well, I feel like the scientific method is something that people should know. It is pretty impressive. It's also very important. Yes, but I am not going to do it for them. Okay, but you will help them. Yes, yeah. they have questions. I have answers. Cool. I'm being pinged. By who? Their mom will be a chemist. <laughs> I've got the scientific method covered. <laughs> Point to Kate. <laughs> I th- yeah, I, I'm going to go with Kate on that one. Yeah, that's a good thing to do. Sometimes that's Kate. Yep. Teach your kids scientific method, get them in the science. Just don't let her you know, do their projects and, and make it unfair by giving them access to like lab equipment. Now, All I'm right. really curious what his father was in that one. I'm really curious about what the score is, and I'm really worried about looking up the score. Oh, no! Kansas is up by six. 
at the half. At the half. You have but a whole freaking half of basketball to play. Yes, but they're up by six. At the half. I'd be much happier if it were the other way at the half. All right. <laughs> I, I think that means it's the end of the episode. Yes, I want potatoes and steak. Potatoes and steak? That's what I was going to do right before you messaged me. Om, I have nom, the girl nom, sitting outside. Oh, except I put the steak back in the refrigerator, so I got to let it warm up a little bit first. Okay. I had steak tonight, too. Steak was tasty. All right. Well, yes, I know. That's what I was going to eat. Go eat. If I were to do it again today, I'd do a potato clock. <laughs> Electricity from a potato. Um, yeah, not in eighth grade. Uh, my science fair project was studying it, – it was actually stupid. It was studying a uh, static magnetic field and its effects on the growth of mung beans. Well, that wouldn't do anything. Yes. <laughs> I got a bunch of refrigerator magnets and lined the bottom of a tin. Yeah, but, yeah, but you have a static magnetic field that you need motion. I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> Well, I know that now, taking my electronic courses, that, you know, having a magnetic yeah, the, field... the is, static magnetic field is not going to do jack shit. No. Now, if now you had I a rotating magnetic field... Right, or, or might, just, if I just run some wires under it yeah. and pumped AC power through it, which would generate a magnetic field. But it would be a mo, uh, magnetic field that's constantly fluctuating. Yes. So then you might actually have a... a An effect, yeah. yeah. There was no effect, by the way. Well, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I remember when my brothers were trying to see if uh, computers gives off some sort of electromagnetic frequency that would somehow affect a handheld radio. Okay. Because they took the computer and moved it to the center of the room. I think it was our living room or family room or something. And they had masking taped off a whole grid. Okay. And so they went from one square to the next with a little handheld radio and went <laughs> up and down the dial to see Can if there was any... Can you hear me now? Can you well, hear me if, now? To see if the computer was causing any sort of interference to the radio. Well, it, you you wouldn't necessarily be able to pick it up off of the background static. I know. Which, looking at it now, you're like, that, that, will, that will not do anything. I mean, the answer is yes, it's producing radio waves. But, but you, no, you would not be able to pick it up off of your little AM, FM handheld radio. Right. Your equipment is not sensitive enough to pick it up. So... <laughs> Now, that, I mean, yeah, yeah, that, that was our science fair stuff. This is like ungoogleable all over again. Yes. <laughs> we are going to review ourselves. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Well, I love it when they have guests on the show. It's, they do a pretty good job with guests. Um, they, they, I, they seem to come far and in between, though. Yeah, the, they need to work on that, getting yes. guests more often. That's definitely something that detracts from it. What about good things? Um, funny. They are funny. It's something I can rely upon. Yep, every week. Every week, every Monday. Well, there was a couple of times it was a Tuesday. I, I, I think if you, um, if you like Monty Python, this is the same kind of humor. Because it just goes off the wall? I, it, to some extent, yes, but like reviewing themselves. That, that's a very Monty Python-esque thing to do. Very true. Very true. I can't keep this up. <laughs> All right. Uh, it it is April Fools. So there's there's that. There will be a, a better review next week. Yeah, we don't want to waste a review on this, on episode. this episode. Yeah, particularly because it's showing up way up front. 
Yeah. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Ah, ha, ha, ha. So, random topic. Yes. <laughs> if you ever participated in a science fair, what was your favorite submission? If you never participated in a science fair, tell us why. I was required to participate in a science fair for my eighth grade science class. I don't know how Andy got out of that because we were at the same middle school. Yeah, I, I think it was extra credit for me. Oh, maybe it was extra. Anyway, I did it. We were, I know we were required to do the project as if we were going to be in the science fair. Yes, and I remember that, where we had to do the whole... credit for like, actually doing the science fair. Where we actually had to write out the whole hypothesis and the theories and this, that, and the other thing. Okay, so it's a 64-bit x86 CPU with eight cores, each core using 32 kilobits L1 cache, and each four-core group sharing two... That's a, that's megabytes of L2 cache. No, microbytes. No, what? N- not microbytes. No, no, that's, what's with there's, this? there's no such thing as a microbyte. Well, what's M, capital M, lowercase i, capital B, other than the men in black? Capital M, lower Memi, I, Memibyte? Capi- minibyte? There's no such thing. You can't divide a... There's bits. You can't take a, a tenth of a byte. There's no okay, such prefix, thing. Okay, the prefix means... 2 to the 20th. Okay, that's the opposite direction. <laughs> 2 to the 20th? Yes. That's a lot of zeros. Uh, one is meb, mebibyte is 1,048,576 bytes. No. Yes. So, okay, so yeah, it's, it's 1024 times 1024. Yeah. But that still seems not right. They're, they're trying to change megabyte, which we would always think of as, you know, 2 to the 20th. A kilobyte is 2 to the 10th, more or less. So that's a megabyte. Well, they're, well they, what they're trying to differentiate is everybody who is, you know, not us would oh, think a megabyte so, okay, so is they, 10 they, to the 6th. They're sixth. worried about the, yeah, that 10 to the 6th versus 2 to the 20th. Yes. They're trying to differentiate that now. Yes. Okay. I get so base. That's why. Okay, so, so it's it got really two is megabytes. a megabyte. Basically, yes. it really has two megabytes. It, it, it's basically you could just say megabyte and and get it across. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Let's see the da-da. graphics. Uh, maximum graphics power of one point eight four three teraflops at an eight hundred megahertz clock speed. Okay. Those numbers eight. are meaningless to me. But go on. 8 gigabytes of GDDR5 RAM. I didn't even know we're up to yep. 5 now. Yep. It's, that's actually one of the most impressive things about the, the PS4 is the RAM. 8 gigabytes of what I'm guessing is super fast RAM. Really super fast. The DualShock 4 controller uh, eliminates one feature that was seldom used in the PS3, the analog face buttons and the D-pad. Ooh, going back to the analog buttons. No, no, it removed. Oh, removed what? And the D-pad? Wait. The DualShock 4 controller that's standard on the PS4 eliminates one feature that was seldom used on the PS3, the analog face buttons and D-pad. It now has digital face buttons. Okay, sure. Why not? So it's got Whatever. two it's got two motors in there to vary the strength of the force feedback. Okay. So it's got rumble. Woo! They redid the L2 and R2 buttons. They are now more like triggers. Yes. So um you, when you set the controller down on a coffee table, you don't accidentally hit one of those two buttons. Right. See, the touchpad on the controller will allow for two points of recognition at 1920 by 900 resolution on a pad that small? Mhm. <laughs> it's a very uh Touchy touchpad. Ah ha ha! Clever uh, pun. 
Uh, let's see. It's a light bar on the back, full RGB range. Okay. So any color imaginable. Yep. And they will also blink when the controllers are charging and turn off when the charge is complete. PS4 will include a mono headset and microphone in every box. Ooh. That plugs directly into Wait the controller. So did the, the so did the 360. No, that headset didn't come with the box. Sure it did. It did? Yeah. Huh. The Xbox headset? Yeah. Came with an Xbox. Hmm. In fact, it might have come with the controller. I don't remember. I don't think it did. I, but I, it, each box had a headset. I'm pretty sure of that. And the PlayStation 4 eye camera is basically turning into the the, uh, Kinect. Kinect. Yeah. Everyone knew that one, though. Yeah. Okay. And, oh, uh, you're going to have your true name on your uh, PS4 now, along with your avatar name. That's not cool. Why? Your true name will be only visible to friends that you add through Facebook or through true name search. Otherwise... You'll have your avatar name. Okay, I'm I'm actually okay with that then, as long as it's you know I control who sees that. Yeah, you both have to agree to share your true name. <laughs> because once you know something's true name, you have power over that thing. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Cool. Now sure. should we go to our review? Sure. So the random review. I'd like to review, and in fact, Andy, I'm going to ask you uh, for your help on this one. Okay. What are you, you actually listen to this more than I do. I would like to review this podcast called Random Access Podcast. Well, it's really annoying when I'm next to the highway and I'm still getting uh, GSMR. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, really? I'm on the highway. I should be getting HSPA+. Yeah. And you're giving me the slowest frickin' con- data connection that I can get. Yep. Like, well, no. They could be sending it to you over the, the audio channels, like a modem. That would be slower. What is this, Valve? <laughs> For those of you who don't get that reference, <laughs> listen back to our Portal 2. It was, it was a Portal 2 announcement ARG, right? I think so. Yeah. It wasn't even the ARG for the Portal, because that was the potato pack. Mm-hmm. This was the ARG just to announce that Portal 2 is coming out. Man, who has more time on their hands? Valve employees or Google lawyers? <laughs> I mean, Valve employees are pretty busy. True. Trying to get uh, Half-Life 3 on Source 2 on a Steam box. Uh, all right. How are we doing? Uh, well, we've got... Star Trek Drone Swarm. What the hell is Star Trek Drone Swarm? Okay, so... Is it Borg? No. Oh. 30 LED-equipped mini-helicopters, so the drones, so the 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 quadrocopters. The the quadrocopters. Yeah. Were launched into the night sky over London, and they made the Star Trek logo. When viewed from the proper angle. Yes. Because if you're not viewing it at the proper angle, that's going to look like a bright line. Yes, yes it is. (laughs) Did they perhaps consider that when they decided to do this? That it would only look appropriate from, like, a couple spots? Probably. Well, unless you had them all rotating, that's what you could do. I mean, they are quadricopters. You could yeah, have the so whole you thing could spinning. Just have, you could have it as a 2D plane, but as it, have it spinning around. That would be cool. They probably did not do that. No. It's probably hard enough coordinating 30 of these copters together. No. Not no? with the modern stuff that they've got. You just say, you know, maintain position this distance between these two. Could do that. 
quadcopters are are very they they can be very advanced I should say I don't know if they are I've seen things with them being super advanced well okay so they also oh yeah it looks like it's spinning around yep it's spinning it's spinning okay according to the video good for them Wait, is it spinning or is the video just moving? No, no, it's the video is stationary because you can see the building is not moving, but okay. the the copter thing spins. There we go. That's better then. Yes. So it might look like a line for a second, but then it's not. And then it turns into the Star Trek logo. Yes. You're like, woo, Star Trek. Are you going to see the new Star Trek movie, Andy? Uh, yes, but I might have to go see it on my own. Yeah, that's what I was. That that was my follow up question. I'll text Kate and see. When does it come out? Um, uh, May seventeenth. Okay. I was like May third. No, wait, that's Iron Man. Oh, May third. Looking forward to that. Iron Man. You know what else I'm looking forward to? What Ender's Game release date? They haven't released a date yet. No, that that it is. Coming up soon, November first. Uh, Harrison Ford and Ben Kingsley. Kate said she doesn't know. Okay, so Andy might see that by himself. I think we have to go see the GI Joe movie by myself. Yes, yes, yeah. you will. Uh, want to see Monsters University? Pacific Rim, I want to see. I have not heard of these. You haven't heard of Pacific Rim? I don't believe so. Come on, we had a freaking topic on the podcast about how they had Gladys in the uh, trailer. Pacific Rim, eh? Yes. I'll have to investigate. It's basically like um, the Big O. Okay. There's some sort of like monsters coming out of the sea, and we get in giant robots to try and battle these giant sea monsters. Okay. So it's almost like Ultraman. So we've we've kind of come full circle. Is there going to be a movie following that where it's just like a video of a train? <laughs> to did we this. did we really like reach the pinnacle and now we're just coming back down? Is that what's going on? I'm trying to think if there's anything being released that could seem very well. Hugo seemed like we were very. Um, well, that was about the start of filmmaking. Now she's talking about potatoes. <laughs> Star Trek and potatoes. Star Trek and potatoes. Uh, are we at the review? Um, there's new information about the PS4 if you want to hear about it. Oh, sure. Hit me with the PS4. Um, it's... Actually, don't hit me with the PS4, <laughs> but talk about the PS4. Because, you know, they got lawyers around enough to, you know, mess with the Swedish language. <laughs> yeah, if, if they're trying to go for the Swedish language, which is trying to add the word ungoogleable, then they've got time on their hands. Yeah. The hell is that? Why? Why? What? The ungoogleable. <laughs> you are really stuck up on that, aren't you? I am. Like, what the hell? Of all the things, has it become that common a word? I don't know. I thought that was the whole point. I was like, this is the evolving language. These are the new words that have come up that are in common usage. It has to have a different sort of meaning than what I'm taking it to be. Next. Uh, what else we got going on here? So T-Mobile officially announced their seven places for LTE and their no contracts and everything. That's the seven that we went over last week. Yes, but now it's official. And T-Mobile's CEO literally said, try us for a month. If we suck, leave. (laughs) 
Cool. That's honestly what he told him because there's no subsidy. So you can bring any phone that will that works on. So it's a GSM phone. So any T-Mobile or AT&T phone? Yes. Bring any phone to their network. Try it out for a month. If we suck, then, leave. then leave. There, there's no contract. So you can just, you know, come and then leave. Yes, except most people have to buy the phone. Yes. Which you, you can't just leave once you've bought the phone. Well, you, you could. You need them to unlock it. Which T-Mobile is probably really fine with because, like I said, hey. And it can't be a subsidized phone because the subsidized phones are all on contract. Well, well that's what T-Mobile is dropping the subsidies. So you just have to pay full price for the phone. Yes, yeah. but you can also play in monthly installments. That's actually what we're doing with Kate's phone right now. Which you're just paying monthly installments on the phone. So after, I think, two years, the phone is technically ours. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, the yeah. new uh, plans are $50 a month for one line, another $30 for two lines, $10 for any line after that. These plans include unlimited talk, text, and data, up to 500 megabytes of high-speed data. Okay. $10 more a month gives you two gigabytes of high-speed data, which I still haven't... I, I should see how much data I've used, because two gigabytes... Not a fan of... You're not a fan? Not a fan of tiered plans. Oh. Because I've used more than that before. What have you been doing that has used... More than two gigs? Yes. Uh, I downloaded a TV show. Through your phone? My network was out, so I tethered my phone. Yay, Sprint and Unlimited. Oh. Also, I have a 4G connection here. I've never had a 4G connection on this phone before. Well, that's because you're outside of Ann Arbor. Yeah, but when I went into Ann Arbor, I had a 3G connection. Well, then I have no freaking idea. <laughs> Neither do I. Like some farmer, man, some farmer out here is just paying for 4G connection. Gaming website. Yes. Sure. So, you know how every year they always add some more words to the Oxford Dictionary? English dictionary, Yes. Well, in Sweden and the Swedish language, there was actually a Swedish language council. Okay. I think we have an American language, like an English council. Okay, go on. So it basically creates an annual list of new words that has been... So it's the same thing. Yeah, just where they just... Swedish. They add words into the Swedish language. Um, the list was published in December, and one of the words on the list is... Ogugelbar. Ogugelbar? I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't actually speak any Swedish, being, you know, of a Swedish descent. Right. I could probably ask my sister. She might know. But it basically means ungoogleable, which means to, you know... That you can't search for it on Google? Yeah, it's describing something that cannot be found on the web using a search engine. So we're talking like... I would like to know what examples there are of that. I don't know, maybe... What's on the web that you can't search with a search engine? Maybe it's just not on the web, period. Okay. Like, this this ice cream shop is run by an old couple, and it's so niche and so small, it's ungoogleable because they don't have a website. Um, something like Yelp? that. Yelp? Not everything is on Yelp. If it's an ice cream store, it's on Yelp? <laughs> You're telling me that no one who goes there would have ever gone to Yelp and added it? I, I don't know. But the, the purpose of this word... I'm still waiting for examples of what this would be. Like I said, it's something that cannot be found on the web using a search engine. Um, Silk Road. There you go. Silk Road is the... The, the dark net drug, website. Drug, yeah, the drug trade. The drug Amazon, basically. Yeah. That's on the dark net that you can't get to. I mean, you can. Well, yes, you can. But you can't get there through Google. There that are other work. search... 
Except that you could probably Google instructions to get there. Yes, you can Google instructions to get there, but you can't actually Google but then it. I absolutely can Google it. Go ahead, Google the freaking, okay, what was it, Silk Road? Yes. Yeah. Let's see if there are instructions. In the... Silk Road, Marketplace. First thing, Wikipedia. I Googled it. I found information about it. How and why to get to Silk Road. Here we go. Don't you tell me that that's not ungoogleable. Oh, there's another one called the Armory, too. So there's Silk Road and the Armory, where you can buy drugs. And guns. And guns. Yeah, the Armory is guns. Yeah, hence named the Armory. Yeah. So anyway, Google wanted to amend the definition of the word and also have the council add a disclaimer to the list of new words to make it clear that Google is a trademarked word. Um, no. I mean, they, they can request that. I'm sure it was denied. Well, the council said they didn't have the time or the energy to pursue the lengthy process that Google is basically trying for them to go through, so they just removed it from the list. Ah, so it's not a word. No, technically it's not a word anymore, even though it is a word. Good, because it's not a word. It doesn't ex- I, Even the word ungoogleable is googleable. <laughs> really ungoogleable trivia? Wonder what that is. Ungoogleable trivia questions. You just Googled for them. Yes. <laughs> this doesn't work. I fail to see how they are ungoogleable. Let, let me put it this way, Andy. You cannot use the internet to search for something that is ungoogleable. There you go. That's what's ungoogleable. It's, it's kind of a circular definition. The things that are ungoogleable are themselves ungoogleable. Okay, so speaking of Google. Yes. Google has announced its open patent open patent non-assertion pledge. Which is? The fact that Google... So Google owns patents. Lots of them. Yeah, just like, you know, Microsoft and Cisco and Apple. Yes. So there's a lot of, you know, patent trolls out there, people like trying to sue other people just because they own the patent. Yes. Google has said that they pledge not to sue any user, distributor, or developer of open source software on patents that they own unless they first are sued. So Google will not strike first? No. That's nice of them. So yes, Google will own patents, but as long as it's an open source use of the patent and you very wisely decide not to try and fight Google, that is a lot of weird hair. Yeah, like the girl who has fists for hair. So it's a 2D cartoonish fighter. And the the company that put it out said, hey, we want to add another character. Here's the breakdown of the cost. Literally, like they, they said, here's what it will cost us and here's where all the money would go. And they did a Kickstarter for that much. It was $150,000. Okay. Now, that's a lot of money. But again, they, they'd broken it down. They said, here's why we need this much money. They made more than that. So what are they doing with the extra money? Well, it's it's all um, – it's still going to the game. It's not like that they're going to take it and run with it. <laughs> take the money and run. Uh, but I they so it's all the, the stretch goals, the things like we will add another character and we'll do this and we'll get that person to voice act. And they raised $829,000. Wow. That's some money. So, according this is this is Kotaku's phrasing. Uh, the game won't be getting just one new character; it will be getting five of them, as well as four story modes, six stages, and nine voice packs. Holy Toledo! Successful Kickstarter is successful. 
How come you don't have this on as a news topic? I thought I did. It's on there. Fighting game. Oh, raises ah, tons yeah, of Kickstarter yeah, funds. Yeah, it's yeah. there. It's right there. I can't What the hell read. are you doing? I can't read, it seems. Clearly not. No. Now, if you'd like a topic that's not on the list, Metal oh. Gear Solid Five was announced officially. I haven't watched the trailer yet. You watched part of it almost a year ago. I did. Konami teased this, uh, I think, at Gamescom. Something like back in October or something. Okay. Might have been at the Tokyo Game Show. Like, hey, we have this new company that no one's ever heard of. And hey, they're working on this really cool game that no one's ever heard of. And I was like, it's Metal Gear Solid Five. No, it's not. No, it, it, it is. Like, you can see it. It's teased. We were supposed to find out. It's Metal Gear Solid Five. Is it like one of those things where everybody knows... But nobody's actually saying anything. Yeah, like just like the key party, everybody knew that was going to be Poker Night Two. The key party. Yes, the key party. That was the the. Um, Is this sure a riff the on the, the tea party? I'm not sure exactly what it's a riff on because key parties are actually for swinging couples. But um, the keyparty dot okay. com um, will probably be live by the time this episode airs. But for the previous week, every single day, a new set of keys was showing up in this bowl. So everybody's like, what's the key party? But then once these people started, I'm like, oh, it's probably poker night too. And what a surprise. Hey, look, recent news. How do you get poker night two out of keys? Uh, that's just the way everybody went. As soon as, uh, as soon as the key party showed up, I Googled, oh, hey, what's the key party? I don't know, following the hashtags and, 90% of the people yeah, were all okay. just like, By the hey. Way, don't like, Google key party and certainly don't Google images key party. <laughs> Urban dictionary key party. Like I said, it's a, a party, party for swinging all couples. All the men put car keys in a bowl or bag. And at the end of the party, the women blindly select a set of keys. Wow. What? <laughs> <laughs> now you brought Kate into here. I told you what it was. You didn't believe me, then you had to search for it, and now you're all in trouble, and now I... Wait, Kate I'm know. in trouble? Not me. Well, now I'm in trouble. That's not my problem. <laughs> well, you'll get an explanation, but we're recording right now. I want to know why you were searching for Key Party in the first place. It showed up on some thread of some gaming website I was following. What the hell did Valve do? Nobody knows. No, people know. They people just have say. been tweeting saying, hey, just got on a meeting with Valve. It's awesome, but I can't talk about it. That's basically what everybody is tweeting. Okay, after. That, that means that they know, they just can't say. Yes. So there are people who know. So Valve is showing something awesome. Uh, taking all bets, Andy? Um, outside of Half-Life 3, I can't think of anything else. So Andy is saying Half-Life 3. I'm saying Source 2 with Half-Life 3 on the Steam box. Wow, you're covering all your bases on that one. Yeah, well, except I'm not, because it has to be all three of them. Oh, okay. It's not like this or this or that. No, no, I'm saying it has to be all three of them. So it's not the Chinese menu. You're just going for a single entree. I'm, I'm going for, like, the entree, which is to say Valve is showing Source 2 engine running Half-Life 3 on a Steam box. I have an odd feeling my laptop would not be able to run Source 2. Probably not. No, probably not. But you could get a Steam box. I don't want a Steam box. You don't want a Steam box? If I was going to do anything, I would build my own freaking computer. Oh, okay. I don't need somebody to build a computer for me. I can do that shit. So we talked about how... Can you install Linux? Can I install... I can install... Yeah. 
That was part of uh, CIS 110 was uh, installing Ubuntu. Okay. And doing some basic commands with that. If you gave me, you know, a command prop in Linux. And said go. Give me Google. Yeah. <laughs> if you have Google, you can technically do whatever you want to do after a little while. So, you know how we talked about how Dell was trying to privatize Dell, Dell. computers again? Yeah, that, that Michael Dell wanted to buy Dell back. Yes. Well, um, Dell was originally offering everybody thirteen sixty five a share. Okay. Um, he's getting outbid. <laughs> by two. What? Two people. The Blackstone Group which is, a, I'm guessing, a venture capital group, um, and investor Carl Icahn are both trying to outbid Michael Dell basically for his own company. Why? Because they can. They see some sort of profit in it. Like, well, if Michael Dell wants to take it back. Yeah. Maybe Michael we Dell was offering 1365. Blackstone says they were offering basically up to 1450, and Carl said he could pay fifteen dollars a share. Wow, <laughs> I, I find that so funny. So has Michael Dell said what he's going to do? I mean, is he going to come back at sixteen dollars a share? Um, it has not been. Uh, let's see, Dell has not returned calls. Uh, the, both the Blackstone and I can have declined to comment. So no one knows what's going on. Everybody has kept mum about this, other than the fact that people know that there's three bids now. Well, because they have to know, because it's a publicly yeah. traded company. <laughs> so Dell puts it up for 13-something. Iken yes. walks in and says 15-something. Yes. Who's higher, Iken or Blackstone? Uh, Iken. Okay. At 15. Okay. Interesting. Yep. I, I'm, why? I mean... It's a failing company. He wanted to buy it because he wanted to bring it back to solvency. Well, maybe these guys think they can do something with it. Okay. Well, more power to them. I mean, good luck. So, Kickstarter. Yes. Coming back to Kickstarter. Okay. There is a game called Skullgirls. Have you heard of this? No. It is a, a 2D fighter. Okay. So, in, in the theme of like Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. Uh, and it, it involves characters with really weird hair i mean that's that's the best way to put it so final fantasy no no not nearly that like like significantly weirder than that so bayonetta you're getting closer i i don't know how much weirder hair wise you can get than bayonetta i swear it wasn't the hair like your ability to attack wasn't hair her outfit let me let me just go ahead and send you a link to the images of Skullgirls. That is a huge link, by the way. It's a Google Images link. Ooh. That's not as good. No. not Definitely not as good. No, no, no. Okay. So there you go. Yep. Okay. So GameStop is going to have the game stick. Yes. When's that coming out? There is no release date. <laughs> they are in production. Like, they, uh, I, I've been, you know, I'm one of the funders, so I get those emails. Hundreds, not hundreds, dozens of emails. Uh, and and they are in production. They're they're flying back and forth to China where they're going to be made and saying, well, it needs to be like this. No, it needs to be like this. No, stop it. Here, um, that's about Play Jam. I don't care about Play Jam. <gasps> you don't care about Play Jam. What is Play Jam? I don't know what Play Jam is. Okay, then I really don't care about Play Jam. 
called Auditorium 2. All right, it's in there somewhere. But that they're flying back and forth to China to make sure that everything's the way it needs to be. I don't know they're if I would get one. I mean, I, it wasn't that expensive. It was an interesting concept, and I was happy to, to kind of vote with my money, as it were, vote with my dollars and say, like, yeah, I'd like to see that. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, I'm not interested. Sorry. Okay. You can play on mine when it comes? Sure. Okay. So Oculus is saying don't drink and use our device? Yes. I really, I posted that because it's a fun thing about Oculus. I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense. Uh, Oculus is putting a screen up against your eyes with motion control so that as you move, the vision moves. If you are drinking, it's going to not end with good results <laughs> at all. Yeah, I don't like, see... No I, I know people there. who would get queasy... Without. <laughs> yeah, without this on their face moving yes. around. Right. That just seems like a bad idea. It's, it almost seems like a, one of those stupid drinking games where it's like, okay. It's almost like along the lines of taping jackass. 40s to your hands. We'll just try and like see jackass. if we... Yeah. Definitely sounds like something Jackass would do. Yep. And we'll find out. Okay. I don't know if I'd like Oculus or not. I definitely want to try it. Because I'm all for greater integration into games. Mm-hmm. But then we're almost... What the frick? What? Kate just sent me the oddest message. Oh, okay, never mind. It's a Big Bang quote. Sorry, out of context. So confusing. Because context matters in this episode. (laughs) Oh, delicious ironic. I mean, you could Delicious irony. There we go. Delicious irony. You, You could have done it normally, and then they'd know what you were talking about anyway. True. Um... But there's, it seems like... What does it seem like, Andy? Use your words. <laughs> um, if I'm playing a video game, I still want to be able to step back at a moment's notice, if needed. Like, stop playing and, and turn around and deal with something? Yes. So take off the screen. It's not bolted onto your head, Andy. I, I know, but it feels like there's a greater disconnect between me and the outside. Yes, there, I think that's the purpose of this device, is to have a greater disconnect between you and the outside world. It's not- more immersive. Uh, we're moving towards a holodeck. God, we're moving towards a holodeck. <laughs> yeah, just let that sink in there for a second. Oh, God. Between Oculus Rift and the Connect. Oh, God. Okay, so I'm going to be reviewing um, Need for Speed Most Wanted next week. Okay. Which has Connect um, abilities with it. The Connect connection are so stupid. You don't have a connect, do you? I know, but I was reading the manual about what commands you can use for the connect, like how the connect integrates into the Need the for game. Speed game. Which is garbage and it doesn't or what? Well, there are things like pause, start car. Okay. Yeah, I'm like that's that's some great integration right there. Wow, cuz cuz that's what I want is a voice controlled car. Yeah. And and when Kate walks through the room and just shouts out pause. Game would pause. Because, due respect to Kate, I can see her doing that. <laughs> That'd be the new thing. If you have the voice activated stuff, just walking in and messing with people. Yeah, well, we joked about that when they first announced it. And, like, all the trolling you could do. Oh. Oh. God, E3's coming up in a couple months. GDC was this last week. 
And everybody's excited, whatever the hell Valve was doing. Is that a phone? That is. Just ignore it. <laughs> an, an actual physical phone? Says the man who was in a room with a cuckoo clock three weeks ago. <laughs> it wasn't a cuckoo clock. It was a clock that had a different bird call for every hour. Which would be a cuckoo clock. Uh, well, no, a cuckoo clock is just one physical, one, one bird call. This had a, literally a plethora of bird calls. Now, uh, let's be careful about the use of the words literally and plethora. <laughs> yes, we're talking about that damn bird clock. And I'm using plethora in the connotation of a negative connotation, okay, then, which it's supposed it to be. Exactly correct. Like I was saying, plethora there was there, there was, was a plethora of of bird calls. Yes, there was a plethora of bird calls. <laughs> I think one bird call clock, well, even a cuckoo clock, has a plethora of bird calls. <laughs> hmm. So we always talk about the uh, secret shopper stuff, right? Yeah, the people sneaking into movie theaters. Yes, and trying to buy um, M-rated. M-rated video games and all that stuff there. How we talk about GameStop employees can lose their job by selling M-rated video games to people underage, right? Yeah. Well, the F FTC always goes and sends out secret underage shoppers to try and buy M-rated video games, trying to get into R-rated movies, trying to buy parental guide a guidance suggested or advised music. Okay. So they did, uh, what did they find between April and June of 2012, 24% um, of people of their underage shoppers, ages 13 to 16, were able to purchase tickets to R-rated movies. How many? 24% were able okay. to purchase tickets when they shouldn't have. 30% of the shoppers were able to purchase R-rated DVDs, which is actually down. Um, the movie tickets was also down from 2010, which was the last time they did this. Let's see, music... Less than half, so 47% were able to purchase CDs with the parental advisory label, down from 64% in 2010. And video games, 13% were able to purchase an M-rated video game. That's not bad. One no, in 10? I mean, it's, it still needs improvement, but one in 10. Yeah, yeah. compared to bad. movies, music, and also other movies, mm -hmm. you're at less than... 15%. I'll take it. The best um, retailer? Mm-hmm. Target. Really? Mm-hmm. Four out of the six major game retailers refused to sell M-rated games to 90% or more. Target was at 100%. Not a single person under age was able to buy an M-rated game from Target. Yeah. Good for Target. What about movies? How did Target score? Um, I'm looking through the data. It's on a PDF, so I'm not going to oh. dig through it. Sorry. Okay. But out of the um, 37 targets for video games. Good for Target. That's actually rather impressive. So what else is on this list? I do not know. The game stick at GameStop? Yes. So first off, uh, on Speaking a personal... Speaking of, you know, video game retailers. On a personal anecdote, I went over to GameStop. And there was a single printed piece of paper saying, now taking pre-orders for Oya. Just, is, was this black I, text I, on a white sheet of paper? Yeah. Times well, New with, Roman, with a picture, oh, with with a a picture, picture. of the Oya. Ooh. I, and I'm like, really? Well, I, I didn't even ask about it. I didn't stay long enough. But uh, 
you know, okay, so I want okay, is GameStop actually getting into that and gonna gonna host it? On, um, on, a, on a side note, what yeah. were you doing at the GameStop? I was just walking. I, <laughs> it's it's kind of bad. I I sometimes enjoy walking into the GameStop, looking around at the shoppers, looking at the staff trying to help the shoppers, and recognizing I know far more about their industry than they do, and then walking out. <laughs> It's you really walk- bad. I feel terrible, but I, it's like, you know, I just stand there. I look, I see if there's anything that I've missed, anything new coming out. Look around, look around, look around, listen in. Oh, no, and this and this and this and then this. And, oh, you should try this game because of this and this and this. And, oh, the sequel is so And I'm like, I'm done here. I walk out. <laughs> you go in there basically to gloat to yourself. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to stop doing it, but it, it still happens. It's really bad. But anyway, I was in a GameStop, and there was a, uh, there was a little sign about Oya's. I'm like, oh, I, okay, cool. And Laura turned to me, because Laura was with me, and said, no, nope, sucks for you, since you pre-ordered the, the GameStick. If GameStop is throwing their weight behind this, then that's pretty impressive, and that's going to make a big deal. And she's absolutely right. If GameStop does throw their weight behind one or the other, it's a pretty big deal. I haven't seen anything official about GameStop supporting Oya. There is an announcement, however, that they will be supporting the Game Stick. That's the one that you kickstarted, That's the one that right? I, I kickstarted. Well, okay. I, I funded on Kickstarter. <laughs> I did not kickstart it. If you kickstarted this and we haven't interviewed you yet about it, something is wrong. Yeah, so funny story. No. <laughs> oh, I finally found the other information. Um, the other retailers selling M-rated games. Yep. The second best one was actually Toys R Us. Okay. That wasn't my question. What was your question? How did Target do on the other criteria? Uh, R-rated DVDs is at 50%. Wow. Yep. They, they got on a fishing vessel. They went, in fact, just off the Suez Canal. <laughs> and they tried to cut the underwater cable that connects most of the internet. So, not only do websites have to worry about a DDoS attack... They need to worry about someone physically cutting through the cable. (laughs) Huh. Just kind of... I was reading a... uh, It's on my Kindle. I forgot the name of it. I think it's actually called, yeah, Tubes, A Journey to the Center of the Internet. Yeah. Where a guy... um, Oh, sweet. I picked it up for free, and now the book is 10 bucks on the Kindle. Go me on that one. Nice. Um... But he actually just basically tries to visit the actual physical locations, major locations of the internet. Oh, they're guarded. Yeah. Like they're under heavy, heavy security. Well, yeah, so where he goes to, like, the, where the major sea cables come in in, uh, in L.A. and in uh, Manhattan. Okay, let me rephrase that. Some of them are under major, major security. Yes. There are other places where the cable just kind of comes up on the beach. It's not even buried. So yeah, I'm in the, trying to read my way through. It's on my list of books to read, but it's he goes through and just describes what it is, what the internet physically looks like. Which I guess these guys probably read and went, "Hey, wait a second, I can cut the tubes." Uh, I think there's more to it than that for these guys, but they haven't released any information. Somebody's up to no good. That's all I can say. Yep. So what else yeah, we got I on this why, list? Like, really, why would you want to? It would be the most ultimate man-in-the-middle attack. (laughs) Like, I'm just going to insert this cable in here, and then every single thing on the internet will go through it. Well, wasn't there some way... 
Because the, the fiber optic cables should be able to tell if there's any variance in the light detection from what it previously had. I mean, are you saying that they should be able to tell that they're cut or that there's a man in the middle? Well, you would have to first cut the line in order to insert. Yes. So as soon as it's cut, the fiber optic cable will go, hey, something's <laughs> I have up. no connection here. Yeah. Something happened. Uh, well, the cable doesn't know. But that's besides the point. Um, I don't know. Well, you could have a transmitter on either end, or or transceiver. What's the difference between the cable being cut and the transmission just being turned off? I'm not sure. I do not know fiber optic networks all that well. Isn't that... Never mind. What? Nothing. What? I was going to say, like, isn't that part of communications and, and your degree and stuff? My bachelor's degree was on production. Okay. Well, that is very different. Yes. That is deciding what to put on the TV. Ah. What I'm doing now is how to put the TV out there. A man, a plan, a canal. Suez. That's that's Panama. (laughs) Man, a plan, a canal. Suez. Wait a minute. Okay, so there's the man capsules. Yes. And there's the non-manned capsules. The last couple of times with the non-manned capsules, they've actually been trying a new, basically a new orbital movement. Okay. So this last manned flight, they tried to, they followed it. The capsule lifted off from Kazakhstan. And landed Friday, where? Friday, March 28th, 4.43 p.m. Yeah. Eastern. And docked with the ISS station. Well, that's, that's one more S they needed. With the International Space Station. Docked it at 10.28 p.m. They cut a day and a half out of the trip. Yes, they took a two-day trip, well, technically 43 hours, and And cut it down to about six. Wow. Now, was that, like, just all the Russians, or did they have a little help in that? No, this was just Russians. The the Russian space capsule, like it normally does, instead of just doing the multiple laps and slow a couple of slow burns to just slowly catch up. Yep. They somehow were able to cut out... 40 plus out. Well, no, 35 plus hours. Good for them. Out of the trip. So that means you can have breakfast on Earth, climb into your space capsule. And have lunch on the ISS? Well, late lunch. <laughs> Supper? Yeah. You could have breakfast on Earth and dinner on the space, International Space Station now. Well, I, but when, when we were launching in the shuttles, how long did it take us? You know? You don't know that, do you? I don't know that. Because this is really cool. Like, this is a fantastic accomplishment for the Russians in that it's so much more efficient. Did we do that previously? You're going to have to dig into the logs of the missions, Andy. They're not just going to say somewhere. Space shuttle time to reach space station. Let's see what to do. All previous space station crews, whether flying aboard NASA's space shuttles or the capsules, took at least two days. Okay. Then that is an impressive achievement. Yes, I'm verifying with another news source to see if that also is true. Yep. Okay, so that's two sources are both saying that both of them took at least two days. There you go. So yeah, six hours, which is great because the the capsules basically are only good for um, like uh, four days off on their own to be livable. That's all they have oxygen and food-wise is just four days. So they, they have to get out there pretty fast. Yeah. So if there is an emergency, if your thing takes two days and you have a problem along the way... You're going back down. Yeah. Like, oh, abort that one. We'll try again later. How many hundreds of millions does it cost to launch one of these things? A lot. 
Probably is not as much as we're paying the Russians, but... Need space elevator. <laughs> so what else do we got going on here? Uh, People were trying to cut off the internet? Yeah. You, you can't stop the internet. Well, so turns out you actually can. You just have to be very quick and, and effective and efficient about it. Um, you know, as, as it was once said, the internet is a series of tubes. It is. Like, there's wires. They are very, very thin tubes because they're fiber optic, but they are tubes. Now, they don't fill up the way you would fill up a tube, like what he was saying, but uh, you you can cut the tubes. And so a group of, I don't even know who, idiots, decided that they were going to cut through the internet. (laughs) So should we try and talk about something that's not basketball related? Sure. What would you like to talk about first? Um, what should we talk about first? You're going to make me look at my screen. Which no, I got, I got one. I got one. I got close one. close to us because it's... The um, International Space Station. Yes, ISS. You can currently only get there using the Russian Soyuz rockets, right? Um, Just, well, yes. there's also SpaceX. Okay, so yes, but the for manned space flights... Yes. ...to get to the ISS... You, you, the, you talk to the Russians. Yes. Yes. Now, before, recently, be, before um, this last launch, it would take you two days to reach the ISS. Okay. You would you would launch up in the rocket, and then they would take, I think it's about 40 laps. Uh, orbits. <laughs> laps up, around the world. Yeah, 40 laps around the world, two days, in order to uh, make it to the International Space Station. Okay. Um, well, most recently, they did a couple of just, because there's two types of Suez rockets. You got the ones with the people Soyuz. in it. Yes, that's what I said. No, you said Suez. Oh, that's a canal. Yes. <laughs> God. Oh, it's hilarious that um, what Kate is-, is doing so much better than I am. Yes, yes, that uh, absolutely is hilarious. That is awesome. Andy spends so much time working on his bracket. In fact, spent more time talking about his bracket in our last episode than Kate spent on making her bracket. We'll probably spend more time talking about my bracket on this episode. I think we already have. Yeah, than she has spent on making her bracket. Although I, I do kind of hope, because I know that she picks Duke, and she picks Duke more to piss off Andy than anything else. I don't know if it's piss off Andy, but just because Andy doesn't like Duke. No. So I, I do hope that she misses that one, because I would like Michigan State to win. She always... I always pick Duke one less than I think they're going to go, and normally I'm right. And then she just picks it one more, just, you know, to go, ha! Ha! So she picks it to where you think it's actually going to go. Yeah. In her own words, though, she is a loving wife. She is indeed. We could do listener mail, but oh my gosh, it's just Kate. Huge flood of Kate from listener mail. Other listeners, you guys are encouraged to mail us your reviews of the episode. Your thoughts, perhaps. So March Madness. Michigan and and Kansas. Michigan State and Duke. Ohio Ohio. State's already in the Elite Eight. Yep, they they did their part. Indiana did not. Oh, so sad, Indiana. Actually, I was really sad because I was really, really hoping for a Big Ten Final Four. Well, that's not going to happen now. No, we can still get three of the four. Yes. But Michigan and Michigan State both have to play really well tonight. Well, we know Kansas. Florida most likely is going to be going on, unless Florida uh, Gulf Coast. I don't know. I, I heard some interesting things about Gulf Coast. It would, it, that would, have they already gone further than any other 
what are 15 they? Seed? They're a 15 seed? Yes, they had this they are the first 15 seed to make it to the sweet 16. Okay. So potentially they I mean they've already set a record. Yeah, they've already set a record. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. It's just like Butler 2 years ago when they went from the first 4 to the final 4. That nobody did that before, granted, because the first four had just started, but still nobody was expecting somebody to play in the very first game. And then go to the final four. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Hi, Andy. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm good. On this glorious Friday night. Uh, I'm good. I was supposed to have today off, but then I got called in. I got called in last night at like 945. Okay. Which means I had to get up at... It's better than getting called in this morning at 6 in the morning. Very true. I'd much rather be told at 9.45 the day before, hey, you have to come in at 6, than be told at 6, hey, you need to come in. Yeah, you have, a, you have an excellent point there. And it was not bad at all. So I will go to... Good um, Friday. Yes, today is Good Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow I also go to work, but then after that I will head over to Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. and I get to see Andy and hang out with Andy and eat dinner because it's Passover food. It's not technically Passover though. Passover was last week. It's your version of Passover. Yes. Yes. What I what have are you doing that is not paying attention to the show. <laughs> I was going through an English Spanish dictionary. Okay. To get our title. Pourquoi? Well, when you look at the title, you'll you'll figure it out. Okay. I will figure it out when I look at the title. When do I... Wait, I look at the... Oh, never mind. <laughs> wait, I listen to the episodes? No. <laughs> that would <laughs> be your, silly. <laughs> then your review is gonna suck. Oh, no. So... Middle of NCAA March Madness. Mm-hmm. The uh, are we at the Sweet Sixteen at this point, or are we at yes. the the, the whatever? The, what's the eight called? The Elite, the elite eight. eight. And then the we final are literally one. as we are speaking in the middle of the Sweet Sixteen, going to the Elite Eight. The okay. first four games have finished. Played yesterday, and the second four play during our recording. Yes, they will be starting. Oh, it looks like they have they just start started. In Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they start in like 10 minutes. No. Michigan, Kansas. Louis, uh, Louisville versus Oregon has already oh. started. Oh, but no one cares about it. Never mind. Before we go and explain that, why don't we, you know... Talk about what you've been listening to for the past 55 or so minutes? The New York Groove and Rip It Out were side one and side two. Okay. Of uh, Ace... That's... Bailey's solo album after um, Kiss. So don't care. However, this is our April Fool's episode. We are nearing the end of the episode. (laughs) But we're at the beginning. What's going on? Starting. Oh no. Uh, If you've actually managed to listen this long, (laughs) go watch Memento. (laughs) And you'll get some idea of what the hell just happened. I think I've already got a title too. Okay. I should hope so. It's the end of the episode. Yeah. But it's the beginning. Dun, dun, dun. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email 
at mail at rapodcast.net. Thank you for listening.